Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Good morning. I interviewed Beatrice Barque last week about resilience and not letting go of her dream for working for Globo TV from the time she was itty bitty. She didn't even frame it as, I want to work there one day. She said that she told her little friends that she would work there one day. It wasn't a matter of if, it was when she would work there. And she did. She stuck to her dreams, even though she found out she was pregnant before the interview. She stuck to it, even when a nurse in labor and delivery told her she was crazy for preparing for this interview while she was in labor. And then later, she stuck to her dream of getting a master's degree, despite getting rejected from three schools um, that she applied to. So she pivoted and ended up moving overseas so she could go to school in the UK. Resilience means not giving up even when it seems impossible, even when the world and all your friends and your family tell you it's time to give up. It means interpreting roadblocks as a sign that you need to pivot or maybe you even need to break society's rules to keep moving. I know this guy, this young man who's applying to dental school. He wants to go to dental school more than anything else. I guess he loves teeth. I've never really asked him why he wants to go. Um, but before he can apply, he has to take this big exam. It's like the LSAT or the MCAT, but it's for dental school. So with COVID, all the slots in town were booked for months. He had an appointment to take it, and then that got canceled, and his next available appointment was, I don't know, a long time from now. And he was like, I can't apply until I take this test. So that means I can't apply until the next round. So I'm like, are you kidding? Why can't you drive to another place? I mean, surely in the Southeast, all the testing slots are not full. I mean, you can find somewhere. And he's like, well, I guess I hadn't thought about that. And, you know, the next time I saw him, I'm like, did you get it scheduled? He's like, yeah, I got it scheduled. It's going to be, you know, in June, which is sooner than he could get in um, in our town. So he's going to drive somewhere and take it. But this time he was moaning about not having enough clinical experience or shadowing hours to be a, a good, strong applicant. And he's like, because of COVID, nobody will let me come shadow. So when I'm like, okay, who who said you couldn't come? Who have you contacted? He's like, well, nobody, but everybody in my Facebook pre-dental group says that it's impossible to find someone to shadow. So I'm like, how badly do you want this? 
do you really want to do this? Because if you do, you'll do whatever it takes. And I pointed out that there's a new pediatric dentist in town. There's two now. Um, And I'm like, have you contacted them? You could take, and he's like, they, you know, how do I get in the door? And I'm like, you take them food. You have to get past the receptionist. So you take some not just grocery store food. You have to like make something or at least make it look like it's homemade or take something they really want. And then you offer to do anything it takes. I had a girl one time who offered to basically be a free assistant for me. This was um, in a different job, but she wanted to go to PA school so badly. She's like, I'll be your assistant. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll just come and I'll work for free. And you better believe I jumped on that. And I wrote her the world's best recommendation letter. And we ended up hiring her eventually. And she did get paid. Um, so anyway, I'm like, you have to brainstorm this. You could call your dentist, call your, get your parents. I'm sure they go to church with a dentist or they have a dentist in your hometown. Like call them. You, This is your future career. You have to do whatever it takes. And I guess he hadn't seen it like that, but I'm like, you could even offer to like help people fill out their paperwork or walk them to their car, like anything just to get this experience. Um. So, yeah, he's like, I just hadn't thought about that. An example from my own household that drives my husband crazy is when my kids, our kids, whine for something after I've given them a clear no. Because he's like, you're giving them mixed messages. But here's what happens. So they start whining when I say no. But instead of getting mad and being like, go to your room, I usually say, quit having a meltdown. Be a problem solver. And then they're like, there's no answer. But, you know, if I prompt them a little more like, okay, how would you solve this problem if you knew there was a solution? And for my husband, he's like, a no is a no. It's very black and white. You say no, they need to stop arguing, especially if it comes from an authority figure. But for me, no means "Mm, not right now or no, not this exact thing you're asking for. Or no, but something else might work. So if Ollie's whining like before supper about how hungry she is and she's like, can I have a snack bar? And I say no, then she'll probably lay in the floor and like, I'm hungry, I'm starving. And so then I say, problem solve it, Ollie. And so she's like, well, can I have another snack, a different snack? And I'm like, yes, you can have fruit. Or she might say, can I go ahead and eat my supper? Can I eat it early? And if it's ready, I'll say, sure, you can go ahead and eat early. Or she may say, if I wait, can I have dessert after supper? And that's sometimes a maybe. Or she'll say, can I have a glass of kombucha? That's her latest thing. She loves kombucha. And I'm like, yeah, you can have a small glass of kombucha. Or another example is when she's like bored to tears and she literally will start crying. She's so bored. Um big emotions in this house. So she'll be like, can you play with me? And I'm like, no. So then she gets mad and she stops, stomps off. And she's like, you never play with me. And so I'm like, problem solve it, Ollie. And so then she may say, can I have a play date? And sometimes the answer is yes. Or she may say, can you play later? Can you play in five minutes? Can you play in 10 minutes? Sometimes that's a yes. Um, Or I'll say, you know, you could ask me to get down the big Lego box from upstairs. Um, You could ask, 
you know, our neighbor to come over and play. And so the bottom line is to never let a no derail you until you've exhausted all possible options. And this sounds really crazy coming from a parent who does not want their kids to keep pushing and pushing, but I think it's a life skill. And I mean, you have to do, you have to set up some boundaries, but um, yeah, a no is never a total no in my world. So if you don't get into school or you don't get the job you want or your story or book or whatever doesn't get published the first time, start brainstorming. Because if your life depended on getting this job or whatever this thing is, you would be willing to do whatever it took to get it. There's a movie called The Pursuit of Happiness, and um, it's based on a true story. It's really good. But Will Smith's character exemplifies resilience like nobody I've ever seen. He will literally lose his five-year-old son if he doesn't make a sale. So he, like, books it across. Um, I think they're living in New York. But he, you know, takes his son with him. He tries to make sales on a Saturday. He does whatever it takes. And then they find themselves living in a different homeless shelter every night. And so he does whatever it takes to get an internship for this big stock brokerage firm. And you're exhausted by the end of the movie, but his resilience is so admirable and it's worth watching um with kids if they're you know middle elementary school age or older so yesterday not yesterday monday i was at work and um i was listening to a patient who walked in and wanted to be seen and at this particular office i sit close enough to the lobby that i can hear what's going on so the receptionist told the patient we're fully booked so i'm thinking is he going to problem solve or is he just going to take no for an answer And he could, you know, say, okay, and like walk out the door. Or he could ask, are there any cancellations? Because we don't always offer that information um, unless he asks. He could ask a nurse to pop her head out and chat with him and see if his problem warrants a visit. We do not like this, so try not to do that. But that is, you know, a way for him to problem solve. And we do occasionally acquiesce and do it. Um, Or he could ask, are there any openings tomorrow? Has anybody canceled for tomorrow? And lastly, he could say, well, can you pass a message on to Hope and um, and just let her know that I walked in because, you know, maybe he's having a reaction to a cream I gave him or something. And if I hear that, I'm much more likely to pop my head out and and talk to him. So what I want you all to get from this is never let a no be a dead end for you. It might mean that you have to backtrack. It might mean not right now. And it might mean getting creative and finding a compromise. But see if you can practice it this week. Now, don't be annoying. The trick is you have to be creative and you have to be willing to compromise. So you may not get your way. You're not just like pitching a fit and saying, well, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get my way. You may have to compromise, but just sort of See if you can walk around an issue and look at it from different angles and get some different ideas about how to approach it. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you like this podcast and think someone else could benefit, please share it. I'd also love for you to write a review on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And lastly, if you would like more of the same, come over to my website hopethepa.com. Thank y'all for listening.